Wow, another week. What a blessing to be back, ladies and gentlemen. We're so grateful that you have joined us. Today, we're praying in the name of Jesus Christ that all of your hearts, your minds, every part of each and every one of you would be strengthened in some way and your hearts would just be so surrendered to the Holy Spirit and God will just bring you to a wonderful new place in Him for you all to be tremendously blessed to be blessed, to be blessed, to be blessed. Meaning that, yes, you could be facing something, but God is holding you in the midst of it. In other words, peace in the midst of the storm is what we're going to pray for you in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. That was where I was coming from. But today's Be Resplendent episode. Wow. Thank you guys again for subscribing and commenting on the podcast, on this web series, on YouTube, and in so many different areas. Thank you. Today, this this is entitled The Significance. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The Significance. Yes. You know, God has a way of letting us know, even when we feel insignificant, that we are significant. Yes. And the things that we look at that and we think are not significant are significant mm-hmm. in the sight of God. Now you say That's that right. a couple of times. Tongue twister. It is a tongue twister, but it is truth. The significance is important for us to recognize little things do matter. Little things matter. And when we dismiss those little things, those little things can end up becoming something bigger than what we ever expected. That is true. And even when we think we are insignificant and we're not obedient to the call and purpose that God has had us to do because we don't feel adequate for whatever reason that we don't choose to walk in it fully. Mm Mm-hmm. We hold back the hand and blessings of God of what you even declared in the beginning of this message to over everyone. We ourselves could be holding back the very blessings of God by our own self saying, God, no, I'm not significant. I'm not. I don't think that could happen through me. I don't think I can do that. There's a great difference between how we see significance, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. and how God sees mm-hmm. significance. Yes. And with, and with that point, I, I really think we need to start with Matthew 18, um, verses 12 to 14, because mm-hmm. we are so important to God yes. that Jesus talks about this parable of the lost sheep. He says, if a man has a hundred sheep and one of them wanders away, what will he do? Well, think about that. If you had a hundred and only one of them wandered away, we may just say, hey, thank you, Jesus. We still got more than majority. We got 99. That's only one. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the significance of how God sees things yes. is so different yes. how you and I may see it. Absolutely. And where we may make light of that, mm-hmm. God is saying, no, that matters. That's correct. You see? So if he, if one wanders away, won't he leave the 99 others on the hills and go out to search for the one that that is lost? And if he finds it, I tell you the truth, he will rejoice over it more than the than over the 99 that didn't wander away. In the same way, it is not it it is not my heavenly Father's will that even one of these little ones should perish because we are so important to God 
that he will pursue us and pursue us and pursue us even to our last breath out of pure love. Pure. And it's not that the 99 are not as important to him. Correct. But he, he just loves each of us so much that he will not stop pursuing us. I can almost hear that someone saying, what well, is only me? It's only, and I understand that is, a, that is a humble thing, and that could be truly from your heart, and that's a good thing. But know that there's more that God always wants us to do, mm-hmm. no matter what our situation mm-hmm. is, and our response especially. There is, I want to repeat it again, there's a great difference in how we see significance and how God sees significance. Yes. Here you see how I gave the example, if someone were to, you know, just 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 one sheep were to wander away. We're like, okay, we will look, but but to leave the ninety nine and go and search. Absolutely, absolutely. God says well, yes. It's the same way as if like if there was a large family, and one person was missing out of that family, the whole family is going to go out looking for that one absolutely. person that's missing because they love that person. Absolutely. So how much more God is trying to let us know. Even when you don't feel that you're as important maybe as the next person, you are very important. We are all precious in the sight of God. John 3.16 made that very clear when he, when exactly. he said that he came for the whole world, not just for some. So the people that you think are the only ones are that, that are mm-hmm. that important to God. That's not truth. That's not coming from God. The truth is that you are just as important as, as anybody else. So important that... Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, died just for you. Yes. Take a moment, as Pastor Nelly's blog would be saying, mm-hmm. let's take a moment and think about that. The God of creation died for me? Yes. Mm-hmm. Would take all my sins upon, my filthy sins upon himself? There must be something. There's a significance here, ladies and gentlemen. There is a significance. Yeah. Song of Solomon says in chapter 2, verse 15. Verse 15, it says, catch all the foxes. Mm -hmm. Catch all the foxes. All those little foxes before they ruin the vineyard of, of love. For the grapevines are blossoming. You know what? Yes. If we don't take care of things right away and you just keep putting up with it, yes. you make an excuse for it. You just, it's okay. Mm-hmm. God is warning us here. Be careful. If you, if you keep doing that, you may end up ruining a whole But it's vineyard. just a little thing. In other words. But it's just a little thing. You know, Why go on about it? It's, it's just like how Pastor Chris and I have uh, encouraged many people uh, about this. There are many people that when there's something not right, what they'll do is, it's almost like you could picture a rug and they just sweep it under the rug. Correct. Right? That's like a little fox. Like, okay, it happened. Just a little thing. It happened. It bothered me. Like a little piece of dust, a little piece of lint. Okay, I'm just going to, I'm just going to put up with it and I'm going to just sweep it under the rug. I'm going to sweep Right? It happens again. I'm just going to keep sweeping. You know what? It's start- just a little so thing. So what starts happening is, and if you did this at home, you would see sooner or later, if this was the rug, sooner or later the rug starts to have 
a little a bit of an lump. elevation here. It's a lump that sooner or later, as you're walking, you're going to end up tripping over that. Yes. And it's going to become something that was so little that you could have dealt with before it became this forest fire. That Good now job. it's choking you so much that now you have to deal with it on a higher and a bigger scale. Yes. Because it was not dealt with properly from the beginning. And, you know, there's many people that really hate confrontation. Mm -hmm. They don't want to deal with things because they know they have to confront the issue. They have to confront what it is. But when something is not right, you've got to confront it, and you've got to confront it immediately. You know, as you're now, seeing if it. you're confronting it immediately, mm -hmm. but you're very emotional about it in that moment, you may say some things that you will regret. So if you can't say the right thing in that moment, that's when you need to pause. You need to take a moment. You need to pause with God and say, God, help me. I do not want this to even continue and become this forest fire that can choke me and, and, and destroy my faith. That is correct. So we got we to gotta deal with, we have to deal with it properly because we can we can keep sweeping it under the rug and, and sooner or later, something that was very insignificant in the moment now has become something so massive. As you were saying that something came to me which I did not think about. In fact, two um, circumstances, not specific individuals, but just, just, just an example of mm -hmm. what could be something that if you, you know, when I, when I saw the Song of Solomon, chapter two, verse 15, it says, catch all the foxes, those, even those little foxes, because they will ruin the vineyard of love. Do you have a love relationship and you know with people you care about or you thought you cared about or it could be just your loved ones? And the thought came to me very strongly when you were talking and I want you guys to hear me out. It is a terminology is we'll just put up with it. Mm. It's because that person helps me. Mm. They may give me money. They may help provide physical needs. So I know that they're doing wrong, but I will just put up with it. I, I can't say anything. It is a little fox, but I, I don't want to lose that. They come and they, 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 I don't know, ring the doorbell and help mm -hmm. me or mm -hmm. I, I don't you know. You can't be whatever concerned the about is. bringing an offense when you're trying to deal with something that is actually affecting you. Correct. You know, when you are... I don't want to use the word putting up with something mm -hmm. because the Bible says we are to bear with one another. Correct. Bearing with one another does not mean you make an excuse for something someone's doing to you or that you put up with it. Correct. You know, in any relationship, God wants us to use wisdom because God just, you know, grace doesn't mean God is just putting up with us. Yeah. See, it, it you know, it's he is. He's patient with us. Correct. He is kind with us. He doesn't, he's not, he's not just like lording it over, over us like, there you go again, you're doing it again. No, he doesn't do those things to us. He doesn't want us to also keep looking for someone to do something wrong to us. That is a good and point. And the thing is, if you deal with it appropriately and don't sweep it under the rug. Or the other thing was, 
for the sake of peace. For the sake of peace. I'm just going to sweep it under the rug. For the sake but of peace. What peace are you talking about? Because exactly. is there really peace there? No. Because if you're trying to avoid this offense because you don't want to confront something that is very significant and can affect you, you, you have will ruin to ruin the vineyard yes, of love. Yes. If you have a love relationship or, or some kind of caring relationship for someone who may take care of you or help you, yeah. and and you're you keep sweeping in a rug, as I said, just for an example, for the sake of peace, or you know, I just can't. I don't want to lose their help. Mm -hmm. I don't want to lose mm -hmm. the money. I don't want to lose. The... Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you, in the long run, will ruin that situation you, because you are sweeping it under the rug right and then it's affecting then not only your relationship with that person but you're you're really now beginning to affect your heart your heart is being affected it's going to affect your relationship with god because you're not being honest absolutely and so we we want to bring up this other point about the significance of things and you know we're in the season of celebrating our messiah jesus is born you know the birth Mary of the birth, the birth the birth of jesus and you know we 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 read here in matthew 2 i just want to read this real quickly but i want to bring out some points here real quick matthew chapter 2 it says king herod was deeply disturbed when he heard um everyone um talking about this messiah being born so in verse 5 um, after um, the teachers of the law was answering him, yeah. he finds out that he was going to be born in Bethlehem. And in verse 6 it says, And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not the least the, the ruling cities of Judah, for a ruler will come from you who will be the shepherd of my people. Being prophesied about Jesus coming, it would be that it would be in Bethlehem. And it says in verse 7, Then Herod called for a private meeting with the wise men, and he learned from that time when the star first appeared. Then he told them, Go to Bethlehem. Search carefully for the child. When you find him, come back and tell me so that I too can go and worship him. And in verse 9, it says, After this interview, the wise men went their way. They, they, they followed the star. And in verse 11, it says that when they got to the place, from verse 10, it talked about they saw the star verse, and they were filled with, with joy. Yes. Verse 11, the, they entered the house. They saw the child with his mother Mary. And what was their response? They bowed down, and they worshipped him. And then they opened their treasure chest. They gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And when it was time to leave... They returned to their own country by another route, for God had warned them in a dream not to return to Herod. A uh, couple of points real quick here. Mm -hmm. Bethlehem may have seemed insignificant at that time. There's other scripture, I believe, that says that what good, whatever, what good ever comes out of Bethlehem. Yes. But, we, you know, many different verses talked about Bethlehem in the Old Testament. Even in Ruth chapter 1, Correct. verse 19, we, we read that Ruth and Naomi ended up in, in Bethlehem. Correct. You know, Bethlehem was a significant place in the sight of God. Yes. So when people make you feel insignificant or um, you look at a place as it, as it being an insignificant, just know that it's not about what people are saying or even how you 
feel in, in that moment about that place. It's about God's final word. Correct. About the person, the people, and the place. Because God said that he was going to use Bethlehem mm -hmm. for Jesus to be born. And then the other point, real quick, was that the wise men here were told by the king at that time, come back and tell me when you find him. Correct. Right? The wise men had a dream. And they were warned in the dream not to go back to Herod. The reason we wanted to bring this out too is the significance of a dream. Yes. When you have a dream, don't ever take the dreams lightly. Yes, there's some pizza dreams. <laughs> there's some dreams that just... You've been eating pizza just, before you go to bed what, and you dream you know, about pizza. We but understand there that. are moments in dreams that God is really speaking to us. And in here, it's really brought out that God spoke to them in a warning, in a dream. And if they dismissed it, what a thought. If it's they so would have dismissed the warning in the dream. So don't dismiss the significance of God's warnings, whether it's in a dream, Absolutely. a vision, or through another person. Significance, we can continue talking about because significance is really an important topic. Amen? I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that each and every single one of you will learn the difference between how you see significance and how the Holy Spirit how God sees, it. sees significance. Father God, bless each and every one of our listeners and our viewers that they, Lord, will see themselves differently in your eyes. Mm -hmm. And the very thing that no matter what they're facing, Lord, they'll continue to say, yes, Lord. Mm -hmm. It is significant to say yes to you no matter what I'm facing. Mm -hmm. Oh God, we praise you and we thank you yes. during this season. And there's so much going to hustle and the bustle, Lord. But Lord, the most and the very best significance that it could be is you. Yes. You mean so much to us, Lord. And we accept you in our personal, in our hearts and our lives as our personal Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name. Yes. Amen. 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 Thank you guys for taking time and reading my blogs on letstakeamoment.com yep. and following me at Examine Moments. What a blessing that Amen. is. Amen. And how they, uh, you know, follow us on all our social media pages, Pastor Chris. I've been loving how people have been downloading the app and communicating even with that. There's so much yes. resources there and getting the weekly encouragement yep. by that too. Yep. On top of that, it's such a blessing. God bless you guys. And we pray you have a wonderful season that God will be the highlight of your every single day that the he will be very significant <laughs> to you in all that you do and that you will do this stand, stand out, out and shine. shine for jesus christ god bless you we love you amen